Hey guys, hope you guys are having a lovely day. I'm here finally, episode number eight. We finally made it. I have my two fellers here, Brian and Elijah. Yo. You're... One of them is sick and one of them is not. Yeah, it's me. Wow. I'm sick. This is so anticlimactic. They were supposed to guess. No. Yeah. It's, they, no. You just took all the fun out of it. Are you serious? Well, this is our eighth take and you say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking like all the takes. Yeah. We're not starting again. That, all, all right, right, we're in it. Play the intro. So, Brian is sick. Super sick. Yeah. Explain. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably sick from Wednesday because Wednesday I got drenched. It was in a monsoon. Pretty much. So, yeah. I remember you texted me and you let me know like what happened, but I, I remember you said fire? Yeah, so... Was the train on fire? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was probably either... No, it wasn't the train. It was... There was probably like a fire in the tracks because when I came out the train station, the firefighters were there, and I asked them what was happening. I was like, is there a fire? He's like, oh, yeah, somewhere. Um, so, <laughs> okay, somewhere. wait, you asked who? I asked a firefighter. If there was a fire. And he said somewhere. Why else would you think he's there? No, I knew there was a fire. So you asked him, just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. Uh-huh. Because okay. it could have been something else, but. Yeah, okay. Like a cat stuck in a tree? Yeah, in the in the in, in MTA the subway, like <laughs> subway yeah, in the that's the only reason to send out a firefighter. That's, that's why every train delays pretty much. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You know, I'm right. not. I'm not saying I want to like see line, like a, a sea lion drowning in the tracks. Okay, I'm just saying. But you did you see the 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 fire? No, I didn't. I smelled it though. Oh, you smelled the fire. I've never seen. What was that called? Track. The track fire. Yeah, is that what it's called? Because I see, like, the announcement. Or a railway fire or something like that. I guess. So you left, and you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you ran the Brooklyn Bridge. No, we didn't run. No? Because no. it was raining. Why would you not run? Well, so we got off the train station, and by that time, like, we knew it was going to rain, but... It's going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it started drizzling, like, as we got two blocks away from the train station. Because I saw... Um, you were with Alexis, right? Yeah. I saw her Instagram story. And, mm-hmm. like, she, if if that thing got drenched, the... Um, the playbill? The playbill of yeah. Lion King, that yeah. thing was drenched. Yeah, my, my other pair of shoes are still drenched. Yeah, so it was raining like crazy. So you guys were walking, you guys weren't running? No, we walked the whole way. We walked While from, it was raining like that crazy. From Delancey Street. Did you guys just, like, Back give up at house. some point and no. just, like, accept the rain was going to yeah, get you yeah, in either yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. That's, that sucks. And on the bridge, it was worse because it's yeah. higher. Yeah. So the wind. And yeah. We so. saw people standing in front of one of, like, the, you know, like, the pillars of the bridge. Mm-hmm. They were just standing under it and still getting drenched. Like, that didn't help. So but it took yeah. two days for your body to be like, hey, you know, I think I should be sick. Right, because it was one. What day about was like it? three or four? Well, yeah, three days. Because Wednesday to Saturday, his immune system was like cool for like three days, yeah. and then yeah. on the fourth day, it was like, nah, you know what? I'm yeah. done. It's like you have a podcast to record on yeah. Monday, so yeah. 
I think Sunday's a perfect day to get sick. Mm-hmm. Satan. I was like, yeah, let's let's not have your voice in good shape <laughs> exactly. for a podcast. So, I think you sound okay though. You sound good, but not. Yeah, but I told I told still... Brian we should still do or I like the video podcast, but he is right. Like, he is gonna be sneezing. He's gonna be coughing. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. I don't yeah. even want to hear it, but unfortunately, we have to hear it. Have to hear it. Yeah. yeah, but at least you're here. That's what matters. Exactly. So, Brian and Elijah, I'm going to give them some time to introduce themselves so you guys could get used to them. Because, sadly, you guys are going to be hearing their lovely voice every single episode. Sadly. Emphasis on sadly, if actually. Anything, no. What? If anything, our voice makes our voices make this better. Does it, though? Mm. Does it? Andrew's voice is weird. Oh. Oh. oh really? Oh. Well, okay. guys, this was We've the last got episode. A hosting beef already, and it's okay. like the first episode we're all here. I'm just gonna say this. Actually, no, I'm not. No, no, no. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go off. I have been doing this podcast. Go off, sis. Uh-huh. <laughs> for some months now, and my audience so far mm-hmm. has enjoyed your voice. It's because of me. Are you ASMRing now? Yeah. Did we just turn into an ASMR channel? Wait, no one says pages because the what? Bible has like John three sixteen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we tried it. No, no, no. Right. So this no. is getting weird. ASMR is not meant for Christians, I guess. <laughs> we can but try. I just time. have a feeling somewhere in the world, someone, some pastor, some pastors are crazy. Yo, from churches. We need a sermon in ASMR. ASMR. The whole sermon in ASMR. We should pitch it but to our youth ministry. What if, what if people want to yell? Because people, like, get, you know? Yeah. You could, like, tell them to go to the outside. and Or and they could do, like, poetry. Like, just snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. Do you think that would work, though? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling somewhere around the world it's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe and Kanye's church. Be some, we're, we're, Yo, the, yo we're, if it were to happen anywhere, it would be Kanye's, Kanye's church. church. Yeah. Which one? Kanye's, Kanye's church. church. Is that even a church, dude? He's talking it, about starting a church. It's a recreational center. It's a it's a it's Sunday. A it's a field. It's a it's a faith based recreational did center. You see, speaking about it, did you see his merch? That was like a hundred dollars. And it just says Holy Spirit exactly. on the sweater. Yeah, it's anointed, bro. Uh, well, anointed of what? <laughs> from the ultralight beam, you from know. His blonde hair. Wow, he just got that, didn't he? I think so. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, dude! I saw that and I was just like, dude. That was ridiculous, and and people fall for it, and they actually go for it. I mean, there are worse things to spend money on. Probably than a shirt from Kanye that says "Holy Spirit." There's, there's worse things, I'm sure. I can't name any right now. Let's not. But there are worse. Things. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, Christian ASMR is off the list. Why don't we try it? Elijah's. Elijah just ruined this whole episode. What if we, oh, I ruined it. <laughs> what if we actually created another podcast? They hear this and they're like, hey, let's do this. Christian and they make ASMR. Christian ASMR. Well, we need to patent that. And yeah, yeah. And we should get paid. Get royalties. 100%. Who would sponsor us, though, if we did something like that? <laughs> oh, like, one of those sleeping apps. Oh. Those apps that, like, this guy has such a. He, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know which app this is, but one of the guys have a really. Has, he has an amazing voice just for that. He's like, and yeah, I think he has an accent, like a British accent. He's like, 
Just mm. imagine. <laughs> just imagine? No, I did wrong. I sound like an Indian accent. My bad. <laughs> just imagine. You're running through the field. I'm not good. You sound Irish. I don't know what you're talking Dude, about. British accent. Come on. And then I can't do a British accent. I'm <laughs> Australian. <laughs> you sound like you don't know what you are. I don't. <laughs> what, was <that? laughs> what was that? I'm a culturally ambiguous individual. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We can't. That can't work out. But yeah, that yeah. that would be a perfect sponsor for that. And I feel like they would get. And imagine your your podcast is on that app. Yeah. And like, if you want to sleep anointed with the Holy Spirit. Wow. Boom. But and also it's like also sponsored by like Sleepies. Sleepies is done, isn't it? Yeah, Sleepies is done. Is this, Sleepies really? exist? It's mattress firm now. Oh yeah. That's a thing. Mattress they, firm bought Sleepies. I don't. Know. Or mattress. Yeah, because I've got. I don't. My, I don't follow the uh, <laughs> the bed the, industry. The, the bed industry. I don't either. But I got. A different mattress, and that's why okay. I know it's like that. Yeah, dude, purple should sponsor us. Yo, we're we just looking for we're fishing for we're sponsors at this point. Yeah, yo, sp- uh, somebody sponsor us at this point. Squarespace, Vincero watches. Squarespace po- uh, sponsors a lot of podcasts. Get McDonald's, Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Chick Fil A would be great. Yeah, let's get sponsored oh by Chick Fil A. Oh my god, yeah, that would be perfect because they'd be like. Dude, we'll plug their stuff all the time. We don't even need to get paid. What if we get officially sponsored by Chick Fil A? Oh, we'd get fat. Get <laughs> fatter. I think. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, you just go from yeah. skinny to obese. Jeez. Like that. All right. So going back, Brian and Elijah, we're gonna start off with Brian. Spit some bars for us, real quick. I'm gonna put a beat. All what? Right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'll do the ad libs. No. Uh. No, we don't. We don't. No, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. SoundCloud rappers. Oh my gosh. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about the, your birthday as well. But real oh, quick, okay. Brian, real quick, introduce who you are. What are you doing? Is your life? How old you are? Are you so, single or not? That's right. <laughs> so, um, for everyone that doesn't know me, I am Brian Justice Maldonado, Had aka to- Be Just. Oh no, I, I don't. I don't identify with that. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm Brian Maldonado. I'm 18, from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. And uh, one like three weeks, graduating high school. Gonna be attending City College Woo! with with these. Two. Yeah. By the way, we're all going to City. Yeah, College. we're all going to. The yeah, same we're college. stuck looking at each other like every day. Yeah, no, I'm just like gonna pass by you guys and somebody that I used to know. I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna see you. I mean, you're you're what junior, right? It's like you're barely gonna see us in all likelihood. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, Elijah and I are gonna we'll see each other the most. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Right. So I'm be attending City College this coming August. Uh, gonna be going for film and media production to uh expand. My, my my knowledge and, and skill on cinematography and photography and media and that sort. Just see where that leads me, see where that takes me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. It's going to be a really good experience. Nice, nice. That's Brian. That's oh, good. is that my cue? Yeah, and now, okay. Elijah. Hi. 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 Hey, David. My name is uh, Elijah T. David Matos. Since, since, you know, Brian did the middle name thing, I'll do the same. Um, I was also born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, um, and like Brian said, we'll all be attending City College together starting this coming August. 
Uh, so I, I, besides growing up in Brooklyn, I also grew up in, you know, our church because they have their own oh, academy. Yeah, shout out World Harvest Community Center, <laughs> a.k.a. Bay Ridge Christian Center. We don't talk about that anymore. They rebranded. Yeah, that's, we're moving forward, not back. Nah, but um, in all seriousness, so I grew up in their uh, academy system. So that's Bay Ridge Christian Academy where I spent 10 years of my life and then moved on to the high school of telecommunications, arts and technology where I founded um, a Christian discussion club called The Intersection, which is now um, being transitioned into its own brand um, or something of the sort. There's there's a lot of concepts floating around about what we're going to do with The Intersection. Hopefully, these guys will be involved in some capacity. Um, but yeah, so The Intersection is in a state of transition right now. And uh, on the side, I'm also talking about doing my own personal brand. More details on that coming eventually. I don't want to say soon because that could be a long time. Um, I mean, people say Christ is coming soon. Well, yeah, I'm Jesus they, might come back before. Then he comes in a minute. He said like yeah. 50 years ago. This this episode's never going to be released cuz Jesus is coming back like in you 30 know, seconds. Like, I see him right now. You don't hear that? I hear the trumpets. Oh, my about to be left behind. <laughs> I don't know. I actually turned around. Got <laughs> him. <laughs> uh yeah, but on the side I'm also um a freelance writer and i've been writing with rapzilla since july of last year man so. is getting that money this, this money. guy is the richest guy in this room yikes i don't know about all that but um his net worth is upwards of a hundred dollars i wish no um so yeah that's that's kind of a rundown of everything you need to know about me yes so elijah does have something of his own uh, intersection which is a club in your school, right? Yeah, so it's it started off as a club, um, but because there's been no immediate successor uh, that could take it up once I'm gone, since, like Brian said, we're graduating. So um, if the intersection doesn't have a successor who's a freshman, a sophomore, even a junior would be better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we don't have anything like that to take up the mantle of the intersection, my vice president, Travis Matos, and I are talking about um, taking it with us and doing something new with it. That's great. So that's Brian and Elijah, guys. Get used to the lovely voices, like I said, because that's that's what you're gonna hear every single episode, every for the rest of your life. Exactly. The rest of our life. How long are we doing this? Oh, we're gonna be doing this for like at least eighty-seven. You guys are planning to leave already? Absolutely, I'm planning to leave like tomorrow. I this was a one-time appearance. I don't. I didn't sign a contract. I'm not getting paid. I didn't. I think we should get a contract. Just in yeah, case I think we should. Uh, we're not gonna do another episode uh-huh. unless after this we have some negotiations on uh, payments. Which you know, I only do things for money. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I I can definitely say I only do things for money based on my experience with Abzilla. Like yeah. I've never done a pro bono article. Yeah, this for sure will not be pro bono. Absolutely not. No nonprofit. Nothing. No, no. This is for profit. For money. For us alone our financial our gain our wealth right true disciples of christ there you go amen (laughs) all right so you heard it first guys no but on a serious note um i did tell them so pretty much just want to quickly introduce what we want to do here um i really i did this and i realized that i couldn't do this alone and i prayed about it and i just slowly saw everything like come into place and like even the smallest things like even Brian get accepted to city, I get accepted to city, and then next thing you know, Elijah gets accepted to city. And I truly don't believe it's a coincidence. And I spoke to them about it, and like I a hundred percent, like when we start kicking off this podcast, 
as well as the video podcast, dude, like, I told them, like, I told Elijah when we were in the car on our way to... Brian's surprise party, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brian's surprise party. Like, I told him, like, no joke. And I was serious, because there's, I know 100% that this is, this is going to become successful. And this is what we're doing. And from now on, we're going to keep on doing this. And pretty much what we want to do is, or what I told them, like, and they, this is exactly what we're doing, like... Clearly, the first what this is fifteen minutes already. You can tell this is not a sermon. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely not. But like we're talking about this, um, we don't want things to be because there's enough podcasts that literally just sermons of churches. Yeah. Of like people, there's enough of that, um, and I really want to like get to the youth, mm-hmm. um, which, which is why we're doing this. You know, so we're definitely gonna we're gonna be laughing in here. And, uh, you know, probably a little too much. Yeah, probably way too much. Yeah. And, you know, Brian might drop a tear or two. <laughs> He's known to do so. I'm already crying right now, man. <sighs> Need a hug, bro? No, I'm good. I figured as much. So that's what we're going to do. So the first story of the day is Elijah and his prom. Which is non-existent. Mm. Not even going to prom. Absolutely not. Why, Elijah? Speak to us, please. I am here. We are here for you. I mean, this this feels a bit like the intervention at this point. Uh, it is. Uh, great. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a sign or something that you could put on the wall? Or Actually, it's already there. No, it's really not. It's like, what's what's your name? Everyone says, I'm saying Andrew. And everyone says, hi, hi Andrew. Andrew. I've been for 40 years. <laughs> right. I've been promised for 40 this years. This is like people that are not going to prom. Wow. This is a support group for people who aren't going to prom because they don't have anyone. Then why is Brian here? Because Brian's going to prom. I am. Yeah. Well, I should leave then. All right, guys. It's been a podcast over, or at least Brian's part. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but the prom thing. Um, So, I mean, there's no real reason. Like, there is a reason. But Mm. the reason I'm not going to prom is because I've never been, like, a big fan of parties and stuff. So it's just, it's, it's, it's more of a personal thing than anything else where it's like, so for me personally, I have a, like it's a small fear of crowds where like I don't feel quite comfortable around large groups of people, and then it would just be a lot. And based on what I've heard about my prom, it just sounds like it's gonna be even more out of pocket than that. So I was like, you know, maybe not for me. Um, so it wasn't an issue about not having anyone to go with or anything like that. It was just I didn't want to go. And I did hear like two years ago that the prom at your school was trash. I would. Who did you hear that from? Because I went to it. I mean, go to it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I taking pictures. I was a freshman at the time. I no, no. sophomore, sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. So like I, I was so out of the prom scene, if that's a thing, at that point. So like I wouldn't even know. Um, you would probably know better than I would then. Yeah, I mean, I heard that it was really boring, and like there was nothing much going on. That's the other thing. Like, I'm not the only one who's not going to prom. As it stands right now, I heard several times that prom was going to get canceled because no one wanted to go. How many people do you have in your school? He has way more than in, that in my school. In total, in my school, it's like a thousand plus, and then yeah, that's way more than my school. In my, my school, our graduating class is like 150. Oh my gosh, well, yeah. dude! Our class is about 300 and something, but the graduates are a little less. Yeesh. Let's let's just say Super our seniors. I wanted to go to Teller. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, like I, I feel like it was hyped. That was my, I, that was my okay. first choice, and I remember my guidance counselor in middle school called me over. You would have been intersection members. I would have, yeah. Yeah. She called me over and uh, 
she just slipped me this this letter. It's like you're not good enough. And I opened it, Dang. and it was like, yeah, you can't uh, you can't go to telecommunications. It's like 4.0 like, GPA. Well, nope, you can't. Yeah. yeah. You have to have Elijah's GPA, 4.7. I didn't have a 4.7 GPA. Wait, what was your GPA? In what, middle school? Yeah, to get to high school. If I you remember. Does anyone know their GPA in middle school? Not my middle school GPA. I know I'm I don't sure it wasn't good. Especially because I did terrible in seventh grade. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. But. No, so. I don't remember middle school GPA. It's I don't think anyone was paying attention to that back then. So, yeah, I just not go to prom. Um, and that's crazy that you say that. Because I would surprisingly expect people to go there. Mm. Because it's prom. And I'm not a party guy either. Like. Yeah. I don't really. Like, if, if, if a music starts playing. I don't know. Name a music that usually would be played in prom. The electric slide. Yeah. Yeah, in like the eighties. <laughs> it's still playing. No, still play that. It's still playing. Elijah. It's a they classic. They Elijah's birthday. And Elijah's my birthday. Graduation. Oh. They only did that because I told them to play it. Uh, they played it at what? On Saturday. Oh, oh, the yeah. Elijah. Yeah. Like if you play that, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, yo, let's go. I, and I, just I get doubt up that like kids today even know how to do the dance. Well, I mean, it says it in the that's song true. though. Right? But no, that's the other like, one. You, they put the electric show. Everyone's gonna start dabbing and they, they just doing the 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 the. Whoa! The whoa. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. that Andrew does it the best. All right, all right. You know that makes sense. I feel like Andrew is low key a great dancer. Like oh, a hundred percent. I right, know I yeah. can dance. It's not even low key he anymore. Knows, yeah, no, no, I, no joke. Like obviously, uh, why would you lie that you know how to dance? But like, I know I know how to dance. Right. Um, like I have rhythm. Like when it comes mm. to music, like. I'm not like some white people. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry, guys. You need like 10% of your audience. You just lost followers. <laughs> subscribers? How do you, what, do you, what are you guys called? Subscrawlers. Subscrawlers? There are subscribers. There's, There's subscribers. no followers. Oh, there's subscribers. Listeners. Subscribers. Oh, listeners, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, audience. Like, members. you know, some people, like, if they, um, or even in, in, and this is nothing against the people in our church, but oh. that, that song, it's it's like when everyone starts clapping. Dun, 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 the cha-cha dun, dun. slide? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's oh, it's in church. <laughs> oh, you talking about a worship song? Yes. We're oh. in church, and it's it like the cha-cha slide. Oh, <laughs> I was lost for a second. No, dude. no, I know exactly what song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 and then it, it, there's a stop, and it goes like. Dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 they get dun, out, dun, 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 like, and there's like people beat. like. Or yeah, jeez. Oh, okay. That, yeah. That, you got, got, the, got people doing the quarter notes, the eighth, eighth notes, notes, and then the sixteenth notes. And then the whole notes. Yeah. I'm not a musician, so I didn't get any of that. But yeah, I have rhythm. I know I could dance. Will I ever dance? Probably not. Bro, just join the, the, the dance ministry. He's considering it. That's that's the look he's getting right now. Yeah, you guys can't it's, see it right now. But there's he's, strong he's, consideration on his face. Yeah. He's like, you know, you know in the intro, Jimmy Neutron, when they go inside his head? And <laughs> and you see like the all the stuff the going on, molecules the molecules firing. Yeah, yeah, that's his face right now. He's he's thinking about it. No, I'm not. Uh, Guys, comment or or let him know if yeah. you want him to join the dance. DM ministry. Andrew. If we get five people to reach out to him, then he has to join. Let's make it a little harder. Ten. Ten. Ten people minus five. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I know how to. 
I'm pretty sure I know how to dance. Uh, but I just, I don't know, there's just something about dancing. Like, I just don't. And I see people and they're like going off. Just like, I don't care who's watching me. And I don't even know if it's like, I don't, I really don't care like who's watching me. But at the same time, I don't do it in public because I just feel weird. But unless, like, if it was like a, like a slow dance or something like that or something like, and you had someone to dance with. Mm-hmm. Or if you have someone to dance with, like, I feel like, you know, or like a group of friends. Are you going to slow dance at your prom, Brian? I'm going to medium dance. Medium dance. What's yeah. a medium dance? So how? It's. You'll just find out. You'll see. Mm. Are we going to be like, you're going to record it? Of it? Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. You'll see. Okay. Well, so it's you're, never you're, been done before. You're going to be like, it's never been done. Oh, that's still slow. No, that's slow. Yeah. Well, that's no, too fast. No. See, I can't even tell you if you're right or not because you're yeah, just gonna yeah. have to find out. Right. That. <laughs> My chair <laughs> just creaked. <laughs> just creaked. <laughs> okay, but oh, yeah, man. do you like? Wait, Brian, do you like to dance? Do I like to dance? Yeah. I do. Just in, like it depends on who I'm dancing in front of. Because mm-hmm. like we went to, uh, last week on Wednesday, went to the Lion King with my school, and it was. Alexis and I were the only two seniors. Everyone else was like tenth graders. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Um. So before the play, we danced. We did a. We did a. We were in a studio with one of the cast members, and so she was teaching us one of the dances. And I didn't really want to dance in front of the tenth graders, but but like you saw me on Saturday at Elijah's graduation party, yeah. I was dancing. Different Elijah. So yeah, clarify. not this one. Yeah, not but yeah, it, it just depends on. But I like to dance. I just. I don't know what's like. What is it? I just I think so. Like there are other forms of public expression that are like really easy, or I guess not always really easy. But like I find public speaking easier than public dancing. Oh yeah, no, public speaking is really hard for me. Well, yeah. So like it, it obviously it differs with each individual, but I, I maybe it's just because dancing invokes like your whole body to move. Yeah, right. So like if you get it, there's more subconscious pressure. Like man, if I mess up this move. I'm gonna be a laughing stock, but like then there's people who like, I don't care if I'm a laughing stock because I'm still the life of the party. So I, I guess it's all about your perspective there. Yeah, and, and I think like even talking about public speaking, like if I talk in front of people, yeah, I start to sweat so much. Like yeah. I'm already, I sweat a lot, but I start to, I start it's to sweat. Ball, just raining, huh? Raining sweat. Yeah, no, I start to sweat. You know, it, I, I, I stutter sometimes. Like, I, it's bad. You know what happened once? I had a, I think it was my, like, a second presentation in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, 40 students. It wasn't that big. Okay. Um, but I had to present a spoken word that I wrote. And um, I, th- it's never happened to me. And I wasn't nervous. Um, but I was speaking. And I, like, I, like, uh, choked. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if it was, like, my saliva or something like that. But it was, like. Let's say I was saying, um, I believe, oh, and, yeah, yeah. and I had to, <laughs> had oh, to yeah, cough. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. has never happened to me in my life. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, yeah. you're you not going to do nervous. this. Come on. Sometimes I feel like my body is like separate. It's like something yeah. else is controlling. I'm not, I was not even nervous, but for some reason I choked. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Like, like if I have to do public speaking, like I don't feel nervous. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, that's how I, I just, like, get sweaty and start, like, messing up. Like, I it's weird. Like, I don't get nervous about it. It's just when I go up and do it, then 
Yeah. I start bugging out. I think for me, like, public speaking, even though I, maybe it's just because I've done it more, but, like, so for me, I, I try to, I don't even try. My body goes into, like, this shaking mode that yeah, I, I, I think is low-key enough that no one notices unless you really look. But, like, my legs start shaking. I'm always worried that I'm going to trip and fall, which I'm sure is going to happen at some point. Um, but, like, my legs will start shaking. And, like, but my, I mean, I'm usually pretty okay. Um, but, yeah, it's still terrifying. I just think it's less terrifying than dancing or at least less annoying. Yeah, and I, I'd, like, I'd find myself in positions where, I, like, I'm in front of a whole bunch of people. Like, especially in yeah. middle school. I was in I was in uh, the uh, the music magnet, mm. so I would perform. I was in the concert band, the orchestra, and the jazz band. So when we would have our concerts in the winter and the spring, we'd do like I think maybe three shows in a row. So there'd be like one night show and then two day shows. So even that, like, not even talking in front of somebody, like, just playing the drums and stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, like, I would get nervous. But, like, I would, you know, I wouldn't really mess up during it, but, like, it would just be, I'd get really nervous during So I that. guess, like, I, I, now that you're saying all of this, I feel good about myself because I don't, I feel like you guys <laughs> get more nervous than I do. But the thing is, Ouch. for me, it's my hands, like, when I'm yeah, holding yeah. something. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm used to it already. Like, I could go up. I don't know what it is. Like, something else is controlling me. Because, like I said, I'm in my mind. My mind, I'm like, dude, I'm not nervous. But then I have a mic and my hand's like, mm-hmm. but I'm not nervous. Yeah. Right. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I actually noticed that. Like, on like on Fridays, like, like mm-hmm. if you would, like, summarize, like, do a summary of, of the preaching or whatever mm-hmm. and then go up. Like, I noticed like that. But, like, yeah. you didn't seem nervous. No, but I'm not. Exactly. And it's really weird. And I hate it because people are like, oh, my gosh, he's so nervous. Poor guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not nervous whatsoever. It's just, like, for some reason, my body's like, you're in front of people. Let's shake. I think that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like, when, when you're in the situation, you just kind of lose control. Like, you know what you have to do. And then you kind of, like, go on autopilot. And, like, it's autopilot on multiple levels right it's like on in your head you know that you have to get through this speech or this closing or whatever you have to do but then your body's like let's freak out and let's let's demonstrate how we're freaking out so your hands start shaking or they get sweaty or your legs start shaking you know like stuff like that i really don't like that because it makes me look bad and i really don't i don't know yeah a lot of it is mental too because i'm like you like you make yourself think like you're gonna mess up and like you're not you know, like you're not fit to do whatever you're gonna do. Everything is good. I feel like everything, like it leads up to the mind. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing has to lead up to the mind. Yeah. And I could tell myself, "No, nah, we're good." And then literally, almost like you know, this move the devil and like an angel mm-hmm. and turn your shoulders. Yeah. It's. I feel like it's. It's like that sometimes. It's like, I can do this. It's like no, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. And it always, it always, it always happens to me, just like that. But um, we have a question, actually, we're going to answer real quick. Or not, actually, we could just talk about it um, from someone. Uh, I'm not going to mention their name just in case. For the sake of anonymity? Yep. Mm. And this is a question. It says, uh, how to feel confident in talking about your faith with other teenagers who seem a little judgy? All right. So what do you guys think? You want me to say it again? Yeah, you can do that. That'd be great. So, um, how to feel confident in talking about your faith with other teenagers who seem a little judgy? 
Jake's. So I'm guessing, and this is a this is a really good question um, because this is basically like what we should be doing, you know, talking about to people about Christ and like just how we live. I feel like just moving really quick into the one uh, area of that question, like our life should be already an example, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And uh, that's a very good like like a bridge to go into that conversation because that ha- has happened to me in high school. Um, simply with the fact of like when it comes to cursing mm-hmm. like people would see me like that's really weird like i don't curse like whatsoever right um but that's just how it was but i when i read the question i was like oh it's a pretty good question it's not that hard to answer but then she added in who seem a little judgy yeah you know yeah. so how would you guys approach like let's say someone comes in who seems a little judgy and like oh you believe in Christ? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, where is he? And that's really, I, I've, I've found that like really, <laughs> like where's the proof? Where's God? It's like you expect me to pull up his Instagram page and just show you a picture of him or something. <laughs> like yeah. if, when someone's basically doubting your faith, like they know for sure yeah, Christ is not real. Sure, they, yeah. Yeah, they think they know for sure. They're just, you know. So how would you approach, you know, how would you guys approach it? Honestly, because I, well, uh-huh. I think we can kind of like break this up into two portions. So, in the beginning, like we could just talk about encountering people about your faith, like just, right. and then leave the the judgy part secondly. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I've seen it within myself, um, uh, just even at just at school, like just you know, people know that I'm Christian. Right. People know what I believe in, mm-hmm. uh, and so just being able to talk to them i guess if 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 i if i look back at myself and if this was like maybe 10th grade or something mm-hmm. it would be hard for me to do that but now like sometimes when like these when these conversations with my friends or and, and and even sometimes like teachers or whatever it'll they'll just happen organically mm-hmm. and and i don't even know i don't even know when it happened but now i feel like i can i can just talk about god and and, and jesus like with no problem yeah. it's not really something that is is hard for me to do mm-hmm. like uh when i went to six flags uh, a few weeks ago with my school i was talking to one of my teachers that he's i think he's pretty skeptical uh skeptical mm-hmm. and he also he comes from like a, a a jewish family so even like just talking to him about that mm-hmm. it was really easy for me and if you look back like two years two years ago i probably wouldn't have been able to do that yeah. and i don't know how that happened i don't know when i felt comfortable about it i didn't I didn't like jot down or like see the actual moment when for, that became like for that. Like I, I think for me, it was the reading of the Bible. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. That's too. when it was like, and that's that's even like my whole life. Like the like me as a Christian. Yeah, I like grew spiritually. Pretty sure because of the Bible, because right. I began to read. Uh, I began to like if I wanted to play like uh, a video game. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I would be like, okay, I'm not going to play a video game. I'd rather read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that definitely, the knowledge, and like even things like Brian, when we spoke to that person, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. things would just pop up. You like thought about um, Bible verses. Yeah, just real read. quick so you guys know what he's talking about. Uh, okay. <laughs> I slept over Andrew's house, and we had an encounter with this guy uh, who happened to be a, a black Hebrew Israelite. And so we're just, it's him and I, and we're just talking to him and then, you know, it, it got intense, but for like, for the most part, it was pretty, uh, 
you know, pretty peaceful conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just really fascinating just to see his different uh, view views and, and, and beliefs and all that stuff. But, you know, the main thing was just the way that Andrew and I were able to smoothly talk through that, that discussion. And, and it's crazy, like, in the way, like, just, like, stuff from the Bible just started... They're just coming into Yeah, like, head. coming out of yeah. nowhere, just, like, coming to mind and, and just yeah. being able to, to, to show him what the truth is and being able to just connect all this stuff. Um, and when we first encountered him, I thought I was going to be nervous. I was like, oh, like, this is... I had never done something like this before. we knew... Imme- I was... Con- okay, so... I knew immediately what he I did was. It. Yeah. I was kind of confused... When he asked that question, I don't know what it yeah. I remember what it was, but as soon as he pulled up his yeah. chain, no, as soon as as soon as he did that, I immediately the, knew the, he was the start of David. Yeah, I immediately as knew soon as he, he was pulled a, up the chain. I, I I didn't really know much about the Hebrew Israelites, but I had an idea of the type the type of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. so I was like, wait a second. Yeah, this guy's gonna be yeah. talking to us about this. Yeah, I mean that's when I was like, all right, this yeah. guy's. And it was at that it was that point that I thought I was gonna be nervous about it, but then once we started talking, it was just I was surprised with myself, like because. Just the way that we were able to have mm-hmm. that conversation. And we were. This is the most important part. We were calm about it. Yeah. yeah. Like we would. It was he simple. Would, it was. He he would get you know a little. Yeah. Escalated. He would he would get like he was like laughing like laughing like oh my gosh these guys are don't know what they're saying or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Um. But like one thing that's really important mm-hmm. as well is um when you're speaking about Christ and this is going back to uh the question like when you're speaking to people about Christ don't get ups don't get mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't. Uh, yeah, it's a bad precedent. Yeah, because then that's gonna that that's gonna pretty, pretty much ruin the meaning of it. Right. Um, because if you get mad, they're gonna be like, "Why is yeah. this guy getting mad?" And and you know you how it how it says in the Bible, you know, they're not rejecting you, they're they're rejecting God, they're rejecting mm-hmm. me, Christ. Yeah, 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 exactly. So any anything that we take into offense, don't because it's not you that they're going against. It's just what you're saying and who it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that definitely, um, that was definitely something interesting and something I'll never forget that conversation that we had with him crazy. and, but yeah, just being able to see like how having that, that conversation, having it just be able to flow like that and not mm-hmm. get nervous, not, you know, stumble. Mm-hmm. It was, it was pretty interesting to kind of see that growth within me. Yeah. Um, but then now this is the bringing the second part of the question we're talking about the judginess, the judginess right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of rough. Yeah. From my own experience, I'm trying to think if I've ever really had an encounter with someone that was, like, heavy, like, heavy judging me. Because yeah. for most of, most of the time, like, my friends, even, like, my friends that have different religions, different beliefs and stuff, mm-hmm. they've been, um, they've been pretty open about talking. And I had this, one of my friends, he's Muslim, we've had, like, long hour conversations at my house just talking about our different beliefs. Um... But I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think I've had. Yeah, no. Part where it's like dirt um, judgy. I guess any anything that I could say about that is is maybe what I would do in that situation. Yeah, like not like talking said, from experience, but talking about just like what I think I would do. The hypothetical. Right yeah, there. just yeah, like like how you said, not fighting fire yeah, with fire. Right. Not at all. Like doing they could that. be yelling at you, yeah. and they could be like, "You're stupid," or yeah. "You're wrong." Because then the whole thing is like that's like when people say, "Oh, like when when you have a bully," right? Yeah. It's like, don't let what they're doing bother you, because mm-hmm. then the bully's eventually gonna stop, because because yeah. they want that reaction from you, they want that that attention, 
that they're getting from what they're doing to you. And then people around you will see, like, yeah. if, if it's in public, they're yeah. going to be like... They're like, why is he so why calm? Is he why calm? is he doing like, this when he's like that? And they're going to notice that difference in yeah, you. Yeah, and that's how you see the difference. I think that that plays into the conversation about, like, the idea of demeanor or behavior, right? So, like, if you really want to have genuine conversations about Christ with people... It starts first and foremost with the cultivation of relationships, and those kind of things can only be done when you exemplify yourself as as genuinely a good person outside of like, and obviously your your morals and your demeanor and your behavior, those things are developed and influenced by your faith. Um, but I think so. For me personally, I've I've run into people that I've thought were going to be judged, and then it turns out they're not, which is great. Um, and the, you know, I've had interesting conversations with people from all ends of the spectrum, whether that be to the intersection or just goofing off in class because that happens. Um, just talking about, you know, stuff comes up, like what do you think happens when you die or, or, um, what, what makes you believe in Christianity or, or how do you respond to slavery or sexism or racism? And like these things that are huge questions or, like homosexuality, yeah. or homosexuality, right? And these things are huge questions that we wrestle with on a daily basis, um, but I think first and foremost, it starts with saying, listen, at the end of the day, um, you, the individual that I'm speaking to is just as much, um, or were, was just as much created in the image of God as I was. Right. So like, it starts with that standpoint of yeah. respect and saying like, even if you yeah, don't believe in God, it's like, I know, or I believe rather that you are just as much his image as I am. Yeah, there's it's, nothing that elevates me above you. Exactly. And, and, and even going back to that conversation with the Hebrew Israelite, mm-hmm. like we were trying to explain to him right. that mm-hmm. there's, because their whole idea is that the white man is the devil and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and the minorities are, are God's chosen people mm-hmm. and they're right. lifted up from them. And we're trying to say as much as, we were trying to tell him like that as much as we may hate what they did. Right. As much as, you know, you have this anger towards them. Like it sucked. Like what it's it's absolutely terrible, terrible like what, they did. what happened. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that they can't be we're, saved. Yeah, we're not, like we're not, we're still not better than them. Mm-hmm. And Christ yeah. died for them just as much right. as any of us. There's and we, nothing and we, that can make us better than them. And we would mention him, like John 3.16. And so many people know that. Yeah, yeah. But like, God's will of the world, you know, it doesn't say yeah. specifically. Yeah, he was like, he, he was like trying to point us out to that verse. Yeah. And he was like trying to show, like trying to show us a point where it just said Israel. Yeah. It was like, it doesn't say that. It and says we would the be world. Like, we'd be like, it's like, where is it? World. He's yeah. like, I don't know. You guys, it's there. And we're looking for it. And it just says the world because it's not just it's everyone yeah. literally everyone no matter what they did to your uh, generation to your yeah. race or anything like that so i mean christ died you know right so it all starts from that that perspective of like yeah you're just as much in the image of god as i am and then it c- turns into well based on that how do i interact with you knowing that essentially you're my brother or sister in that we've both been created by an all-loving god right mm-hmm. so like do i treat you with the same respect as i would treat andrew or brian do i treat you with a different level um of 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 love because you're different because you're not a christian or because you're a skeptic or any of those things because realistically if you're treating your brother in the faith any with any difference in love and in in compassion than you would a person who's not of the faith then i'm not sure that you're being entirely christ-like right because if, if christ was was of the perspective that you love sinners and you love tax collectors and you love prostitutes like the most the most ostracized and the most sinful in the community and you love them just as much as you do Mm -hmm. a religious leader or a a priest or you know the pharisees the sadducees because like i think even though christ (laughs) even though he he uh called them out on their crap a lot even that was out of love Mm -hmm. because like so i don't think christ had any difference in love for any of them and in that we have to we, we, we have to strive 
to act in a very similar, if not identical manner, wherein like we treat everyone with the same amount of love, respect, and empathy. And it's even like, as you say that, like even just thinking about the stuff that Christ did and, and the comparisons between his disciples and the sinners, right. you look at Christ sat down and he broke bread with his disciples. Right. And he did the same thing with sinners. He mm-hmm. sat down and broke bread with them. Yeah. And then even when you look at um the man that was up in the tree, <laughs> and then that, you know, Jesus called out to him and, and, and led him in the same way that he would go to the disciples, go to them one by one. He saw them and called out to them, like just yeah. all that stuff. Like what he did with his disciples, he did with this, with sinners as well. Yeah. Not to say the disciples aren't sinners because, of course, right. they were. And some of them were like exactly the, the most it, it, hated in the community. There's no difference in, in the way they're there to be treated and yeah. the way that your love is supposed to pour out on them. I think. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah. Like when you're talking to someone that's like that. When you're talking to people about Christ, you have you're you're representing Christ, so you have to be very careful if they get judgy, if they get agitated and upset, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you're wrong," and blah blah blah. You stay calm. You oh, keep your you know composure and oh, yeah. like stay you know chill. Don't get upset. Don't get angry. Yeah. Um, because then everyone's gonna be like, because imagine this, you're like. You see two people debating. You see someone that's like crazy and yelling at the person, cursing them out. Right. And then the other person's completely calm. Yeah. And if they lose, the person that's completely calm that's talking about Christ lose their chill. Right. You're like, oh, they're both the same. Okay. There's yeah. nothing different. Yeah. And you keep on walking. Like, you have to be chill. And then and then um, people will honestly realize your chillness. <laughs> you know, they'll <laughs> see. Chill to chill to dude. <laughs> Trying to create a word. I'm working I'm on it. To work Adding it to the Urban Dictionary. Jesus stuff. gives us the right amount of chillitude. 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 Yeah. I'm that in the merch. Stay chillitude. Stay chillitude. <laughs> 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 new merch dropping. New merch Yo, dropping next soon. Week we next week. Oh, we're crap. doing a collab with North Face and Supreme. Mm. Chillitude. Christian hype beast. Because it's a cult. Yeah. And and champs. We're gonna start a subreddit called Holy Hype Beasts. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great. Be chill, literally, yeah. when you speak to people. Yeah. And realize that, you know, we're no better. Um, 100%. Because I spoke to this, I spoke to you guys as well about this, that people, I feel like people have the, like, the wrong perspective of Christianity. Right. And who Christians really are, you know, they think we're judgmental, they mm-hmm. think we're better than them, they think that they have to dress a certain way to come to our church or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is, you know... Uh, of course, you come respectful. You're not going to come in naked or anything like that. If you go anywhere naked, I'm a little worried. Yeah. Like, and nudist communities freak me. That's, that's a whole other conversation. But like, nudist communities freak me out. You got to love them, though. I love them, but, like, <laughs> not... I, I don't... I, I'm a little weirded out by, by the idea of, like, walking around naked everywhere you go. I heard... I saw something like that, and their excuse is, like, we came to Earth like this. We were made like this. Yeah, but, like... I know. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not agreeing with <laughs> No, that. I know. But, but the, I don't know. I just, I feel like, all right, well, you, you know what? That's going to be a whole tangent. I'm not willing to go on that tangent right now. We can do that another time. Yeah, no, I don't want to go on this conversation at all. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, pretty much that's pretty much like what we're talking about there. Yeah. And not to get violent or crazy because there's so many people that actually get a little bit agitated once they say, uh, and I understand, like, it's what you believe in. It's like God's not real, and then they're like, yeah. they get like triggered. They're like, "What yeah. are you saying?" And it, but it also the way that you act in the face of that judgment and in the right. face of that hate, 
not only we're talking about the perspective of the bystanders looking at the way we're acting, but then we look at the person that is throwing that hate towards us. 100%. Our, the peace that we're showing and the love that we're showing in the face of that person's hate, in a way, also can convict that person because then they could look back at that time and then they can think about how that situation went down right. and they see like, man, you know, really I was cursing at this dude all the time. Yeah. I was, you know, screaming at him, yelling at him and, and you know, he, he, he still ended, we still, he still ended it with, like, he, he, he dapped like, me up, he hug. gave me a hug, you know, that stuff. And right. I screamed at his face, Yeah, you know, that even that as much, as much as it can, it is to the people around to see the, that mm-hmm. very person. It, it can reach the heart of that person and, and I, transform them even. I think some of that was, in fact, part of the heart behind the intersection, right? Part of the original mission of it was to clear up so many misconceptions and things that we saw that were false representations of, of what Christianity is, especially in modern media, you know? Um, as, as much as I didn't want to necessarily invoke any Christian hip-hop because, you know, it's such a, it's such a stereotype, I guess, for me now, but when, when I was first conceptualizing the intersection, one of the lines that stuck out to me... Um, Andy Minio has has a song called Uncomfortable, and in it he says, oh, um, and I apologize for Christians with pickets saying God hates fags. I promise yeah, Jesus yeah. wouldn't act, act like, like that, that yeah. right? And that was one of the lines that stuck with me, not yeah, just that, when I heard the song, yeah. but when I was conceptualizing the intersection, because I was like, man, there's so many churches and so so many videos like those huge groups like that where like they gang up together and like they had their picket signs like yeah. even when we were in the, walking in the train station yeah, we saw yeah. this guy like they, this guy right. had yeah. his own merch with like fire in the back yeah. he made merch <laughs> it's like this is where I'm going right so I think I'm always gonna get attracted to that I don't yeah but that was that was part of the heart behind it where I think that not to say that God is not a holy God and that God and that he's not just or righteous or even mm-hmm. and, and that God will and based on the Bible God has described himself as jealous right so like and you talk about the both sides of the nature of God, but ultimately, what brings people in is God's love, right? Because even though there there's um, a case to be made that God is uh, that, that Christianity is a very exclusive faith, right? Where where you know the, the path is narrow to, to heaven, and, and Jesus states He's the way, the truth, and the life, and no one may come to the Father except through Him. Mm-hmm. That that seems like a very exclusive point of view, but ultimately, it's backed up by the fact that. Um, Christ, that the Bible says that God so lo- loved the world, right? So, like, this entire promise, this entire faith is based on the concept of love, right? So, ultimately, it's God's love that brings people in, and it's his holiness that you learn about later on and that you start to understand as you start to grow in and learn about him. Yeah, and you see how, like, screwed up you were, and and, and, but, and you see also how he feels about that, right? you know? Because and even even with his spirit, it talks about how we can hinder the Holy Spirit. We can grieve the Holy Spirit of the things that we do. So mm-hmm. we shows already that that it shows that you know God feels a certain way about the sins that we commit and and, and yeah. the the we give into our flesh all the time. But in regard to the way that He feels about that and when He does upon that, it doesn't subtract or take out His. It doesn't take His love out of the equation at exactly. all. Yeah. So yeah, it's God's love. Yeah, which is like perfectly evidenced and like if you think about the life of david right so like david he's low-key david is trash right we, we he's so basura in that like he so yeah, he david and yet he's still considered the apple of god's eye right so like you have david who he um he's the king he's like the second king of israel but he's the, the, the only good one up to that point although you know saw this cool stuff here and there but um david is like he's he's one of the he's considered the greatest king israel has at the time because there's only two um, but he has his, one of his best soldiers, Uriah killed in the line of battle 
so that way he could hide the fact that he got his wife pregnant because he saw her bathing on a, on a roof and he was like, hey, yo, ma. Um, so was, pretty much, let's just, I'm pretty sure, all right, let's just, let's, let's make a scenario and make it, this is improv. Okay. Make it like David. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. make a scenario, not from that back then. You're saying trying to make take it, that situation into like present time? Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. how would it how would it go? Yikes! A guy <laughs> sees a girl, likes them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of be like a like a Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Steal Your Girl. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's oh, exactly that's except exactly that. what that situation was. Yeah. But that's like, but in like a time like it was worse. Yeah. Like, he didn't even like. Just steal, just take her. Right. Yeah, he basically took his whole family. And it's not even just the fact that he stole her. It's that like you know, it wasn't just like they were dating. They were married. I'm pretty sure they probably had children. I mean, did they have children? They might. It doesn't say, but yeah, they might have assumed. Right, they might have had children. Maybe not because Uriah would have known better than to leave her with kids. I don't know. Um, but all I have to say, like, yeah. So the David has Uriah killed in the line of battle, and God's like, yo, I'm gonna punish you. And the child of you and Bathsheba is going to die, the first one. But you're going to have another one who's going to build my temple. That would be Solomon. Mm-hmm. And, like, God's love still extends the Davidic bloodline where, like, the Messiah still comes from David's bloodline. And, you know, the, that bloodline is still protected when you think about when Judah and Israel breaks up, which is a much longer story. But, you know, David, God still cares for David and his people. Yeah. And then, and then the even, I think, the beautiful picture of that and the way that this is so powerful on, on God showing love on David in, in spite of everything that he did, mm-hmm. we see how God's love for the sinner right. changes the love of the sinner mm-hmm. because then how God showed his love on David, then we see how, how David loved everyone that hated him. Yeah. You know, there were so many people out to kill him that just despised him. Uh, you had Saul, which is, you know, the king that he uh, came after, and, and he was jealous, and he wanted, he just, he Saul started off loving him, yeah. but then over time, dude just got jealous, and he just, he wanted nothing to do with David, and even with David knowing the way Saul felt about him, knowing that what Saul wanted to do to him, right. David still loved him, and he still honored him as a chosen man of God that he was, right. even though he fell off. At the end of the day, that was the man God still had chosen, the one that he had anointed, and he still loved him and he still respected him in that. And then we even see an even, an even deeper uh, uh, example of, of this love when we see David's own son Absalom mm-hmm. and the way that he tries to conspire against him and to kill him and overtake him. And all, again, we see the hate that he has for his father David. But then when we see the message comes to David that his son is dead, he weeps yeah. and he falls onto his knees and he's crying. Why? Because he absolutely lo- loved his son. Yeah. You know, and every good father should. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just crazy the way that you see how God's love on the sinner transforms the love of the sinner. Right. And that's it. And we could keep saying that. And we see, like I said, David loved messed up like crazy. And I'm yeah. pretty sure we've never done that. Well, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> you just hear the, the, the sirens in the back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it, it's just to show an example of what we meant. For sure. Um, and that's definitely God's love. Um, and, yeah. I definitely wanted to 
when I saw it, when I wanted you guys to join the podcast, I felt like there was, I, I wanted to talk about um, relationships. Now, this is, it's a deep one. It's a deep one. Uh, but uh, not not asking, like, not talking about our experiences or anything like that, but pretty much like how we see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that people can understand this is how we see relationships, you know? As yeah. Christians. You as as Christians yeah. and as also how people may see it in the secular world. Right. Um, so that they can understand, you know? And yeah. as a simple manner, of course, you know, to re- respect women. Yeah, I think... I think we briefly joked around about this yesterday at church because we bumped into each other after service mm-hmm. and you were talking about like the idea of, so you were actually bringing up this question about yeah. how do you approach oh, yeah. people? And like, I, I, I heard you like, I, I misinterpreted what you were saying. I thought it was gonna be like, how do you approach women from a Christian perspective? Uh-huh. <laughs> at first I was like, well, I mean, you just come up and you're like, Hey, oh, ma, Start. I was looking through the book of numbers and the, I didn't find yours. Solomon. No. No. Oh, no. Okay. Well, We're just rewriting. No, 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 no. You and me is Song of Solomon Part Two. Stop. You know? <laughs> okay. Just stop it. Leave right. Get up and just leave right now. You have to get up for, first because nope. I have to get out. It's our relationships. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty much, I wanted to talk about that. I really wanted to do that episode when I was like alone, but it wouldn't yeah. work because it's very deep and it's there's a lot. And I'd find myself talking a lot. And um, what is also interesting, I don't have, like, experience in relationships. High five, Andrew. That's good. Yeah. Brian? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, that's what Um, happened. But, like, I feel like simply growing uh, uh, as a Christian, I've definitely learned pretty much how things should be in relationships which is interesting because i felt like it was just natural you know um of course i got you know no man is perfect and stuff like that i'm not saying i'm like a crazy guy but um pretty much the basics like i said just respect women why do you want to be in the relationship Mm -hmm. uh what are you trying to get out of it um but i feel like definitely like for me personally when it comes to that I feel like there, there should, I wish there was like a guide in the Bible on steps on what you should do. The book of relationships. Literally, that would be perfect. Who would write that though? Like, uh, which who is Solomon? Yeah, <laughs> and then the bad parts would be David. Wow. <laughs> oh. like, this is not this is what you do. don't do. Yeah. See, he's vlogging. Based on my experience. And then you get numbed. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, like I wish there was like a guide. Yeah. It's like you meet a girl. Cool. Mm-hmm. This is what you do next, you know. If it was only like that, and it was guided yeah. by guided by what God wants, but sadly there isn't, and we have to. And I told Brian about it. Like we have to. Like if you started dating in the secular world, mm-hmm. and you just found someone attractive, and you just started dating, yeah, like that's easy, right? But like for us, we know what we have to do. We know what we have to do. What God wants, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and we know that it's just more than. You know, just looks and yeah, like, well, like yeah, what you want, but it's more about yeah. you know who they are as a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what you want to come out of that relationship. And 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 also, um, like knowing, even if like if God has ministries for us, right? That's also a big thing. Like we know yeah. that that person's gonna be by our side, and we have to be you know according agreement of what God wants, and like pretty much, uh, I have to love God more than her. 
uh, which is, I've told you guys, like, that's, I have to ask to God to help me with that one. And she has to love God more than me because that, that's, that's what I want. Right. Um, because yeah. if God is not in the picture, it's, 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 I don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not saying, because I saw a video of this person preaching, mm. I think, about Adam and Eve. And how um, something like that, but the pretty much the basic, the the, the main point was Adam uh, or something, or we should receive um, someone, and that when we when we start dating that person, or you know, dating is not the Bible, but when we start you know in a relationship with that person, yeah. you don't expect that person to be the end product, and mm-hmm. they're like already a woman of God, and she's yeah, anointed, yeah. and she speaks in tongues, and she like cast out demons and stuff like that you know cast out demons in you in you yeah <laughs> don't don't speak about about don't don't expect all of that and um pretty much just know that that's not that that's not that yeah the full product you know yeah you both have to work on becoming men and women of god mm-hmm. together yeah and i think that's been like one of one of my difficulties and i won't go into too much detail just for the sake of everyone involved but um, one of the difficulties I've had is in pursuing a godly relationship is like you have women who are into you, but like they're not necessarily of the same faith, and like that's or they're they're a little that more sucks. skeptical and stuff like that, and it's like, dang, you <laughs> know. Um, I wish. Yeah. So so it's 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 one of those things where like you you understand and you're pre- honestly you're appreciative of the fact that someone would even consider you that way because like yeah, you know you're like oh I'm really flattered you know it's it's really nice cool. to yeah great um and it's a little confidence boost you know you're like okay well good to know um. But ultimately, dating outside of, of the faith is really difficult to maintain. In, God bless you. It's really difficult to maintain in that, like, ultimately your your values will eventually clash. And it's all about, well, when that happens, it's, it's, it's very difficult to find um, that balance. Like, you know, the Bible talks about things like being unequally yoked, which people use as, like, it's almost a little bit overdone at this point, but um, there's also like when when Jesus casts de- and this is this is a weird example to connect, but I think it works. Is like when Jesus casts demons out of like um, out of some individuals. Uh, I think the Pharisees were like, um, "Oh, he casts out demons by Satan or by Beelzebub, yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah, and it's like how how's it, how's how's divided cannot it? stand, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you when you think about that and you apply, you like you're like, all right, in application, what does that mean? Well, if my house is divided and that like. I fully believe in the risen savior. I fully believe in Christ. And like my romantic partner's like, well, I mean, I don't think so. like, you know, eight noble truths. You heard, um, and the, what's the path thing from Buddhism? Okay. I didn't stop. Um, you know, if, if you don't meet each other on that level, it gets very difficult to maintain that sort of relationship in a loving, compassionate man. Not that it's impossible because people have done it, but it's really difficult. It's really difficult. It's definitely not like recommended. And I'm not saying if things, because I've heard people testimonies. Yeah. Um, they start like that, and like God completely turns it around mm-hmm. into His favor, and it's great. But um, keeping it safe, keeping it how it should be, you know. Um, but definitely like the whole thing. Like I told Brian, knowing that we have to find someone that God wants, and you know, equally yoked, and and all that stuff. It's very we have to like wait like i feel like waiting so far i'm just saying like experience waiting is definitely one of the words that has like been highlighted Mm -hmm. like waiting and like i could barely like wait in line for like a store (laughs) dude because i could like this is funny like funny thing but 
I would uh, wait on the store. I don't know why every single time there has to be either a, an older lady or someone that has like the half of the store in their shopping cart. Right. And you just hear, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And then one of them doesn't scan. Yeah. And then she got to put in the code. Or like it's like a big bag of rice and the lady's trying to find the barcode to, to scan then, the yeah, thing. Yeah, she gets the code. Yeah. It's okay, wait one minute. And or she it's goes like a, a watermelon and there's no bar. There's no barcode on it. Oh. It's like, I feel like she purposely took She'd, that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the whole waiting part, it's just like, it's not my, I don't think it's anyone's thing. Like yeah, waiting. not at all because us as humans, we're impatient. Yeah. We want everything now. Exactly. And then yeah. we're like, God, we, you know, and, and that's, and, and that's so hard because like God's will comes at it, at his time, at his pace. Right. And so if our, if our timing and our pace is completely different from that, yeah, which a hundred percent of the time it is, yeah, it's going to be tough. And, and we're like, and I know I've said this, I'm like, God, I see this, mm. this plan, I like give him like a blueprint. This would be perfect. You know? Yeah. Like this I don't see any flaws. I do it. Exactly. Can we just do this? Like, yeah. it's so much easier. Right. Everything's going to work. And then that goes into this, like, talking about stuff that's happening that we can't see. Stuff that God's trying to do during that time. He's trying to do in our hearts yeah. during that time of waiting. Because it, it could be sometimes we feel like in that time of waiting, like, well, this doesn't, this isn't meant to happen. This mm-hmm. is not, you know, this is what I wanted, but it's not what I'm going to get. But then sometimes... It could be like you, you very well, mm-hmm. you, you, you will probably will get that. And that's right. probably what God has in store for you. But it's during that time of waiting where he's trying to build you up and prepare you for that. Right. Prepare you for that door to be open so that once you step in it, it's going to go the way that he intended it for, intended for it to go. And I think one of the other things that's really hard to juggle is like when we talk about cultural expectations, societal ones. Like, yeah. I mean... That maybe I don't I don't want to make assumptions, but like us three as like Hispanic Latino males, mm. like there's a very big stereotype about us in relationships and about you know where we where we should be. Um, like if you ever if you like ever by this age we should have already had like seven girlfriends and a child. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's true though. It's true. Right, but like you know you ever you ever pull up to the Thanksgiving table and like abuelita's like tu no ya? Like right. it's like all right. It's listen. like you're 15 and your grandma's already looking for your wedding ring. Right, exactly. It's like you you balance the idea of those cultural and societal expectations where it's like man, it's entirely normal for you to have dated uh, and not even normal, but encouraged for you to have dated at least like four women you know like eight women 10 women 12 women and like so for from a christian perspective you know you you hope that at the end of the day you're gonna be with one person um in in, in a monogamous relation in a, mon- a monogamous marriage right but that's that's in the long run but in the meantime you're, you're focused on just finding the right one finding the right one within god's framework for your path right so the difficulty there is you kind of have to deal with people being like you don't have a girlfriend and you, and you deal with that and, for and then yeah. you see people around you that do oh no and if they're like close to your age right exactly and and people may not be like what's you know where where's yours but right it, it, it hits you right you're like if they do god why don't i or like when when you're just about to enter your your bag or your lonely phase yeah. and all of a sudden everybody's getting married oh it's like all right why are you doing this and right I now? I feel like I'm the only one going through that. Like, nah, I'm the only I got you. <laughs> we're, we, no, we, we're, we're good. But, yeah. dude, it's it's like waiting, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know it's all going to be worth And God tells me that. Like, I hear, like, a small voice at the back of my head. I'm like, if you wait, just keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on growing. Yeah. 
everything's gonna be worth it. Yeah. But then another voice in my head says, I'm "No, like, talk that's to you. Talk to that great. <laughs> <laughs> that voice is you. That's yeah. me. It <laughs> might be me, man, because I, I, you know, it's I, I don't really like waiting. Yeah. Um, but it's it's needed because definitely, man. I I, I know I'm not. Um, I feel like I am ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some things to work on. Um, I'm not perfect, obviously, but I know like. I'm like working on, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm growing and I know what I want and I know what God wants for me. Um, but it's literally just being in the process where it's just like, I feel like I'm walking and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Quicksand. Like just on, or on, what is that? Like a treadmill? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, treadmill. yeah, yeah. Walking and walking. You're in the same place, not yeah. doing anything. And that's, that's really how like, but then it's funny because then you feel like you you're not doing anything. You're walking in that same place, but then on the treadmill, if you look at the screen, distance all, eight just, miles. Right, you just did all that, and yeah. you just burned like five thousand calories. Right, hey, like, I wish five thousand. You know, like you're walking, you're, you're standing still. You feel like you're, you're just in that place, but yeah. look at what's happening that you can't see. Look exactly. at what's happening on the inside. Ooh, deep down. Right, that, that was that was dope. Guys. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. that went really well. So that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the whole concept of waiting is um, not cool. But not fun. Not fun. 100%. Not, fun. not at all. But if anything, it's the most powerful. Yeah. Because yeah. then you read. And also, quick thing. Now I realized um, it's not that I want to like show off like how I am as a person in a relationship. Yeah. But like I wish that person like knew like, hey, I'm actually not that out of a person in a relationship you know yeah, yeah. i feel like christian oh they're gonna be so strict and yeah literally just read the bible every day or, or whatever but like honestly, which we do know <laughs> we try to do try to yeah. do it's in rough yeah but that's like i feel like people would see yeah that just because we're christians it's not like that yeah it's and an oversimplification yeah and it's it's you know i wish they could i wish we had like like a bio or like a video on how what type of people we are and like what we do and stuff like that. What are our best things about us? And they would click on it. Yeah. They would check it out and they would see. Okay. Should make a whole series how to date a Christian, and like quality qualities oh qualities. Someone should make a skit. Right. How to date a Christian qualities of a Christian boyfriend. Uh, uh, bringing your Christian boyfriend home to your family. Like just different little skits. That'd be hilarious. The, the Maybe about, they're they're thinking about it. I, no, the, about um. <laughs> I'm what? just saying. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say. Oh, uh, when you said um. Bringing your what'd you say? The Christian boyfriend home to meet the family. That's scary for me. Meeting wait 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 that, like that, bringing a girl home or you being brought to somebody's home. Which I feel one? like or me both? being brought to the, her family. Oh okay okay. Like yeah. that's one of the things that I'm like really yeah like scared about. Uh-huh. And that's and I. We took Vivian. We were like in Chili, I think. Yeah. When I almost died. Um, Whoa! What? <laughs> oh no, we were at Chili's and he oh, almost okay. choked, choked on his food. A nacho. I've yeah. never had that experience. It like was piercing my throat. Did you like hit him in the back really hard to kind of get it out? Or? I got a baseball bat. And hit him in the neck. Metal or wood? Metal. With a wood handle. Oh, that's rough. So being presented <laughs> with the. Uh, person's family that's yeah. one of my like biggest yeah that's like one of my biggest nightmares because 
um, like imagine going up and you see the person's family like you don't really unless the person like the family knows who you are right which I think makes, makes things a lot which, easier yeah yeah it's still like really Does weird, it? but, but I'm no, maybe not actually. But no, no. But to be pre- simply the fact to be presented as this could be the person, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be with her. This is like, like if the girl comes to me, this is Andrew, my boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> Have you met Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> I just find that really like, yeah, scary. I think that I've never. I don't want to. Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna end up going one one day or another through that situation. But I feel like yeah, it's pu- obviously gonna public happen. speaking. Um, yeah. If anything, that'll probably that's probably worse than public speaking. Dancing in public, yeah, yeah. nothing compared to that, bro. I'll I do all of like, the above before I meet. No, I'd yeah. rather dance. In Just public. marry someone and never meet her parents. <laughs> yeah, even at the wedding, like nope. like hey, have you in mind? Nope. Just just dodge them the whole time. No, I think the for me personally, like I I'm not as as, as scared about meeting somebody's parents. I'm <laughs> I'm not scared about someone meeting my parents. I'm more scared about them meeting my grandmother because like I like yo, Jeez. not I, I think maybe it's because my grandmother and I grew up so close to one another and like she's very maternal she to me. Expose some things. No, 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 oh yeah, that that's that's a big concern. <laughs> you know Elijah, he, he used to. Show them baby butt pictures. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly those. Right. So you have that kind of thing where it's or like, I think presenting to older people is always a little more um, scary because like a lot of older generations have misconceptions about you know whether certain cultures, certain races, or like they have just different. They have sometimes a different ideal of what your spouse or your romantic partner should be like as opposed to what you do. So like that that kind of place is like not that my grandmother would because I love my grandma she wouldn't um but just the idea of like I would really want, arguably more than my, even my own mom I would want my grandmother's approval about the whole thing so I think that that's one of my concerns like getting my grandmother's approval no man that's still my nightmare that's still my I'm gonna be I don't know I feel like I'm scared yeah and it's kind of crazy to think that because I don't even have anyone about that lonely life like that right. <laughs> no, but like we said, we live, we wait, we grow. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do until that person. And we'll 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 watch. We're oh my gosh! I said watch again. <laughs> we'll hear this podcast, and if we end up with someone, yeah. By the we, next episode, we we're we're both dating someone. <laughs> the next episode, we would add. <laughs> yeah. We would engage this. No. Whoa! That oh. moved really quickly. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we're like. Listening back to these things is definitely like it's gonna you're gonna notice. Yeah, yeah. It was all worth it. It's kind of crazy, like just like you said that, like realizing really what this is, and also kind of like thinking back even to it's kind of stupid, but kind of the idea of the office. Okay. Um, and towards the end of the show, when they're like talking to the cameraman, it's like you gave us something that uh, no one could ever really give us, and it's like that process and that journey mm-hmm. of their life. Right. So, like, for however long this goes, and in the future, however long that will be, just looking back on the stuff that we're talking about and the way that our mindset changes, that's going to be pretty interesting. That being said, if there's a Christian Pam out there, I will 100%. (laughs) I will 100% be Jim Helper. I no, okay, all right, 100%, 110%. Forget. Yeah, Yeah, Pam is gorgeous. Pam is great. But uh, speaking about that too, I think. In, in the last episode as well, they were talking to Pam, and she was like, 
I was like five feet away from Jim or something yeah, like that. And, and she like didn't me, know that that would like, and that would be and it took me like five years yeah. or it, I was like four feet and it took me four years to get to you know to get to him yeah exactly i think that was yeah that was was really deep yeah because like they were they were right there yeah yeah. and like i'm pretty sure she would never expect both of them went through different relationships exactly and then they ended up like i wish my life ended up like that i think jim's toast their wedding is like the sweetest thing where he's like man i was just a guy who had a crush on a girl who had a boyfriend and i had to do the hardest thing of all which was to wait. And there's your connection. Hey, <laughs> so Jim waited too. Then so the office is officially a Christian the show, everyone. It's a Christian <laughs> show. You wanted your guide on how to date in a Christian relationship? Look at Jim and Pam. Yep. Minus certain. When you're getting average. judged because you're not reading the word and you're binging the office, <laughs> just say no. This is a Christian show. This is a Christian program. I'm learning how to maintain a godly relationship. Minus all of the that's what she said jokes. Whoa. whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have, the office has its own moments. Where it's a little bit too much. Right. Sure. But it's um, still a great show. Yeah. Yeah. I also like when I remember Jim mentioned. Uh, I, I, did he? Jim, Jim got the got uh pam the ring the first week right he said he, yeah, he, he had he got, it yeah he had it, yeah, he, day, already like, had it. Yeah. Like, he already knew yeah he said i think he says in the toes like and i knew i think yeah. some part of me knew that was gonna be my wife that's crazy. like yo jim and pam's wedding episodes because it's a two-parter mm-hmm. best in the series you can fight me on that <laughs> it was nice yeah that sounds like a good place to <laughs> <laughs> what was it gaga for <laughs> For some reason, you're right. Yo, what is wrong with you? I'm not editing this. Oh, man. I'm not editing this. Oh, man. You can see okay. how this is. All this stuff is. Oh, are you recording? No, yes. Oh, we're recording. <laughs> What's happening right now is a lot of stuff that was edited out of the I, podcast. I genuinely thought that that was me, that was me recording. Oh, my gosh. It's too loud. It's too loud. Oh, my okay, gosh. Wait. I thought none of that was being recorded. We were talking about Jim and Pam. Oh, no. And how that was a cool example. I I think this is a good place to end before we just keep on literally speaking louder and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. That was a All right, guys. This intense. This has been amazing. It's been great. I'm very excited for whatever's next. Oh, man. 100%. Um, Catch us on the flippity flip. Also, guys, uh, we made an Instagram yep. account. Just so, now. Yep. So mm-hmm. go follow us. It's the Young Seekers. Young Speakers. Young Speakers. The young Speakers. Young speakers. Um, so just check it out. Just like that. Just how you hear it. Just how you spell it. The Young Speakers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, give us a follow. And just there, we're definitely going to communicate a lot and a lot of stuff. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stay chillitude. Yeah, stay chillitude, boys. Stay chillitude. Have a great day. Adios.